This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Wednesday, the 29th of June. In your sport today, Tom Stewart cops his medicine, Nick Kyrgios wins at Wimbledon, Mitch Swepson joins the GOAT, and the big stakes boxing bet. This is your sport today. We're starting today with the big AFL news from last night's tribunal hearing. Geelong's Tom Stewart, he is going to miss the next four matches for his late bump on Richmond's Dion Prestia. It took a while to get to the verdict, but Luce, how did it all play out? So the incident happened in the first quarter of Saturday's game between the Cats and the Tigers at the MCG. Stewart bumped Prestia in the head late and off the ball, and the match review officer deemed it to be careless, high contact, and severe impact. Prestia was concussed and out of the game, while Stewart kept playing and starred in the three-point win. The Cats, they wanted a three-week ban and showed a video of a similar hit by teammate Patrick Dangerfield that got three weeks, but the tribunal said that some head knocks are unavoidable, but Stewart accepted it was avoidable, so he got four weeks. Yeah, he was very remorseful and it means the Cats are going to be without their reigning best and fairest winner for the games against the Kangaroos, the Demons, the Blues and the Power. Now, when the incident happened, there were calls from fans and plenty of experts about bringing in a send-off or a sin bin, but Luce, it doesn't look like it's coming in any time soon. Now, the AFL spoke quickly about it and said the send-off rule is something the league isn't considering. It's got some strong supporters, though. Former Fremantle and St Kilda coach Ross Lyon said a send-off has some merit to be used by the umpires as a deterrent, while Kangaroos Premiership winner David King says it should be there for the 100% certain send-offs. But Swans coach John Longmire has called for calm and that more research needs to be done instead of reacting to one incident. Well, it won't be there anytime soon, and it is a blow for the Cats, who are in second place after 15 rounds. Round 16 starts tomorrow night with the Lions playing the Bulldogs at the Gabba, and there was some very good news for Brisbane yesterday with Lockie Neal re-signing. Let's stick with Aussie rules because tonight is a massive night on the AFLW calendar. Luce, I don't need to tell you this, but it is the <laughs> AFLW draft and this is set to be one of the most important ones ever with four new teams entering the competition. Luce, tell us what we can expect. Well, this is a little different from the AFL draft because it's a state-based draft. What that means is teams pick from the players that have nominated to be drafted in their state. If a club wants to choose a player from another state, they must pass on a pick and try to get that player in free agency. So, for example, the Swans have the first overall pick, so they'll likely select Montana Ham, who is Victorian but has nominated for New South Wales. The four expansion clubs, the Swans, Bombers, Hawks and Port Adelaide, share the first 13 picks and all teams must pick between one and three players. This is massive for the new clubs to build their roster for the next season that starts on August 24. Luce, you're going to be there at Marvel Stadium for it all. I'm a little bit jealous, uh, but 
If you're like me and you can't get down to Victoria for this one, you can watch it on womens.afl and also the AFL Women's app from 7pm. All right, that brings us to today's trivia question, which is brought to you by the Footy Live app. We can get all the latest AFL and AFLW news and scores. We're going back in time for this one. Who was the first player picked in the inaugural 2016 AFLW draft? Luce, got a clue for us? Well, she plays for the GWS Giants. Okay, that's a very good clue, and we will have the answer at the end of the show. Let's head overseas now because it has been a pretty good day for the Aussies at Wimbledon. Alexi Popperin, he was really unlucky to lose in five sets, but there were plenty of winners loose, including Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, he beat Britain's Paul Jabba in five sets and there was the usual fireworks. <laughs> he got into a few fights with the chair umpire and even called one lines person a snitch with no fans. Australia's top-ranked player, Alex Deminor, also is through to the second round after a straight sets win, as is Jordan Thompson. Isla Tomlianovic's good form continued. She lost just five games against 18th seed Jill Teichman, but fellow Aussies Daria Saville, Zoe Hives and Astra Sharma all lost. Yeah, but big names like Iga Shvantec and Rafael Nadal, they are through to the second round after their big wins at the French Open earlier this month. But loose, Matteo Berrettini, his hopes of reaching another Wimbledon final are over. He withdrew because of COVID. Now, make sure you tune into Channel 9 or Stan Sport tonight because Novak Djokovic is going to play Aussie Tanasi Kokonakis. Massive match scheduled to start at around 10.45pm. Australia starts their two test series against Sri Lanka today in Gaul. Now, if you listened to yesterday's show, you might remember that we spoke about the Aussies naming their 11 for the first test. Well, we got 10 of them right. Loose, who's made it? The big talking point was whether selectors would pick finger spinner John Holland or incumbent leggy Mitch Swepson. We know now it's Swepson because Captain Pat Cummins said yesterday Holland hasn't recovered from when he cut his spinning finger when he arrived in Sri Lanka for the Australia A series. It looks as though Mitch Stark has recovered from his own finger injury and Steve Smith looks right to go after he hurt his quad in the one at Dayers. So there's only one spot left and it comes down to whether Travis Head has got over his hamstring issue. If he's fit, He'll play. If not, Cummins says Glenn Maxwell will play his first test in five years. The big hitting all round. Well, all will be revealed at the toss at 2pm Australian Eastern Standard Time today with play to start half an hour later. You can watch the test series in Sri Lanka on Foxtel and KO. Our NBA fans, they will know that free agency starts in just a couple of days. Now, that's when there's a scramble for teams to sign players who don't have a contract. But before that begins, we've heard of two big decisions loose from a couple of all-star players. Yeah, we've got one going and one staying. The one going is veteran guard John Wall. He sat out last season for the Houston Rockets as they rebuild for their future. So the Rockets and Wall have come to a deal and reports say he's going to take a $6 million pay cut and sign with the LA Clippers, which makes them a serious contender for next season. The one that's staying is Brooklyn's Kyrie Irving. Reports said he put together a list of teams 
teams he'd like to be traded to, but after no good offers came through, he's decided to opt in to the final year of his contract worth more than $40 million. At his best, Irving is regarded as one of the best players in the league, but injuries and vaccination issues have seen him miss a lot of games the past three years. Unreal money. Well, it is going to be very interesting to see where all the other players land. Free agency starts at 8am Australian Eastern Standard Time on Friday, and there are usually deals done straight away. So basketball fans, strap yourselves in. Now, I don't mind the odd flutter here and there on sports and horse racing, but I don't think I could ever part ways with a million bucks. Not that I have a million dollars. Luce, it does turn out, though, that a couple of rich and famous dudes are a lot braver than me. Or maybe just a little bit more reckless with their money. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a boxing bout on in August involving some pretty famous names. Jake Paul is known for his YouTube fame, but he's actually a pretty impressive boxer and has had some good wins. Now, he's going to fight Tommy Fury, a professional boxer who just so happens to be the stepbrother of world heavyweight champ Tyson Fury. Tyson and Jake Paul had some words on social media with the initial bet of 100 thousand dollars jumping up to a million on the winner i think i'm going to stick with my one five dollar bet on the melbourne cup (laughs) (laughs) that is very smart advice now paul said that this was just chump change but fury reckons paul doesn't even have the money well we'll have to wait until august 7 to find out All right, let's get back to today's trivia question, which is brought to you by the Footy Live app. Today I asked who was the first player picked in the inaugural 2016 AFLW draft. Luce, you said she plays with the Giants. Who was it? It was Nicola Barr, and she was selected by the Giants. Yes, so she is stuck solid with GWS all those years later. Let's see who goes number one later tonight. All right, Luce, that is us done for the day. Luce, you're going to be back with Sam tomorrow. I'm off until Monday. Have a great day. 